Welcome back to Bread and Butter, where we are serving up the basics for Hearthstone and Improvement with episode 41. And as always, I am joined by Tito. Tito, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing today, Doc? I'm doing all right, but the uh, the guest of the hour is Schwal. Schwal, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Perfect. So first question for you, Schwal. What have you been doing inside Hearthstone? Uh, I have been playing a lot of Twist. Uh I managed to somehow have a 9x multiplier having not played Hearthstone for a year and a half, but I'll take it. Uh, and then nice. I uh, played Twist Legend. Uh, <laughs> I, I played Jade Rogue just continuously. <laughs> Heck yeah. I think saying you made it to Legend is um, downplaying it because making, like I made it to Legend this week in Standard. I'll talk that about in a second. That was around the 2000s. I believe you were in the double digits and lower than 50, if I crawl. If I, yeah, if I, I, I hit Legend at 25. I managed to maintain that for a few days. Uh, today was not great. I, I'm still under 100, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I people have been picking up that uh, Nazoth uh, Warrior, and uh, that that deck is good. <laughs> the one well, that, dang. Is that the one that Gallon posted and made a little famous? Yeah, yeah. Well, Doc, that's pretty cool, Tito. What have what have you been doing in Hearthstone? Well, sure, I'll go first. Um, I hit Legend, mostly played um, Mech Rogue. Um, I'm still living the Paladin, Dancing Paladin with Earthen's Dream. I had had one um, board today where I had three Earthen's over 20, 2020s, 20. I think I had a twenty two, a twenty four, and a twenty six, and uh, I and that was despite the Warlock that I was playing against burning. Six of my cards, including both my Anoyo troops, which was annoying. But um, we, we managed <laughs> to get there. Um, I need to try to focus up a little bit and and play some non... as Not as Mimi decks as I have been. So I'm going to see what I can do with that. But um, outside of that, I started playing Twist. I had nine stars coming into it. And I wanted to get Legend first in Standard and then switch to Twist, which is something that I did. And now I think I'm the silver. I think I'm platinum. I have two stars left, so I think I'm just about to hit uh, diamond. And I'm going to get as high as I can up there and then also try to do the same in wild. How about yourself, Doc? What have you been up to? Uh, Yeah, so I had a co-op session with uh, No Glocko from Sogoy. Uh, we played him and Molestar's Singularity Control Warrior. So it just runs... Uh, Verse Riff, just two of them. Uh, no other Riffs for the Riff packages. Um, we went 11-1. and one. We lost the first game against a Warlock and then queued into mostly Warlock and Priest for the rest of the night. I went on an 11-game win streak, and that was a lot of fun. Um, since then, I've been playing some Mech Rogue. Uh, Mech Rogue is still very good. Um, I'm upset that it took me so long to actually pick the deck up. Um, but it's the universe I live in. Uh, Battlegrounds is still fun, so I've been playing a lot of BGs. I'm almost uh, almost 5K. I'm like 4,075, or sorry, 4,775. There we go. That's the right number. Um, and then in Twist, I've only played a little bit of Twist because I am a heathen and usually dust all my wild cards after rotation. Um... So I only really have like a Cthulhu slash Jade Druid that I've been able to play. And down in where I'm at in Twist, uh, it's been doing pretty well. I wouldn't call yourself a heathen. I would say you're more an economist. You're you're saving money where you can before they started to reinvigorate the uh, wild community with different formats, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, that's fair, but now I consider myself a heathen because I wish I could play everything else that everyone else is playing in Twist. Um, and it just seems wild that I, or crazy that I did that. Well, you know, uh, but they, yeah. they, they give us no indication ahead of time that if you weren't interested in wild, that those cards would matter later down the road. Uh, but we'll get into, Yeah, that is true. We'll get into Twist a little bit more later. I've been playing in Twist. I've been playing the uh, Jade Rogue. Uh, I know I'm not playing the optimal one. I'm playing the one with the uh, Azure Drakes and a few other cards, but it's been fun. I, I just, I literally took a stab at making Frost Mech. I, I, I made a Frost Mech Mage that went nowhere after like three games. And then I took the first list I found 
in the Coin Concede uh, Discord that had uh, that was for Twist, and it happened to be this one, and that's pretty much all I played, so I'll get there. Um, Schwal, what have you been doing outside of the game of Hearthstone? Ah, uh, well, it was Magic Pre-Release Week, so I was doing a lot of that. Yep. <laughs> I was, yeah, I judged three nights of pre-releases, then played two nights of pre-releases, and then had to judge again Friday. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, busy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least at least no one rings have made their appearance, I'm assuming, into your... Uh... No. <laughs> no was... Well, they couldn't have in... Uh... In this set. Yeah, this is uh, Wilds of Eldraine, so no, no Which, rings to be found, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Still a fun set, though. Yeah, I've, I've been enjoying it. Doc, how about yourself? What have you been up to outside of Hearthstone? Yeah, so I'm actually finally getting my car fixed. Um, it's been way too long, and I'm very grateful and thankful that I'm getting it fixed. Um, still packing and getting stuff ready for my move at the end of next month. Um, trying to get as much as we can, do- as we can done now, because we're going up there at the end of this month so we can drop some stuff off, uh, so that we don't have to move with a bunch of stuff. And then, uh, also my niece turned a year old last week and I don't know how to feel about that because, She's still just a little baby, and I can't believe she's a year old already. And because of the Blizzlight Game of the Month Club, I've been playing a lot of Undertale. And that game, so good. So, so good. I think I'm just about to start, like, the the final act of the game. Um, but I have I have a boss encounter I got to uh, complete first. And that's where I'm stuck at, stuck at right now. Um, I've probably been on that boss encounter for gameplay hours for probably about three, four hours. Um, but yeah, it's a great game. A lot of fun. Yeah, that game is great and also gets hard. <laughs> uh, I, I don't like the sound of that because I'm I'm stuck on. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm trying to think of a spoiler way. I'm headed to the welcome sign. On the be road. Honest, it's been long enough that that is not helpful. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, there's there's a person that you run across or come across a couple times, and they don't like you, and they're trying to get you. So now it's the point where I have to get past them from them trying to get me. Um, and I'm trying to do as much of a pacifist playthrough as possible. Um, cause I kind of knew, unfortunately I kind of already knew stuff about the game going into it, but I wanted to try to do the pacifist playthrough. So that's what I'm trying and it's very fun, but it's, it, it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that'd be easier if I could, uh, not be a pacifist in that game. Oh yeah. But, uh, that's enough about me, Tito. What have you been doing outside Hearthstone? I have not been playing Undertale yet, which is my game that I picked for last month, and then we decided to push it out a month because Baldur's Gate came out and Hearthstone expansion came out, and everyone was having a blast with everything. So we said, let's let's just push this one out a month, and we have. I still have to get to it. I think I have enough time that I will get to it over the next couple weeks and get as much game time. I'm looking forward to it. I always heard that people sometimes stopped playing Undertale because it gets dark depending on which you go where you go and i i found that interesting that people are just kind of like backing away from a video game because it's that intri- it's that intense so i'm looking forward to seeing where that goes um outside of that just generally getting stuff transitioned into the new school year kids going to school routine shifting you know, the, the basic things that happen um I think we mentioned this last week, but we're coming up up on a year of this podcast, which um, when we started, you were just becoming a uncle. So uh, as as your niece grows, we can always remember. So does the podcast. (laughs) So there's there's a nice little underpinning there. But uh, that's it. I've I've really I've been playing a lot of Minecraft with the kids on the weekends and and playing a lot of a lot of Hearthstone. So that's it. But. Why don't we get to know our guests a little bit better, Doc? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Uh, so, Schwal, what got you into gaming, and then how did you find Hearthstone? 
gaming has I've been playing games for as long as I can remember. I, I honestly couldn't tell you. <laughs> the Hearthstone has well, let's put it this way. Uh in middle school I learned how to play magic from my friends, uh, and then played a lot of magic and was the worst player at my LGS, but the best player among my friends, which was a little weird. Uh, and, <laughs> and then Mirrodin came out and it was awful, so I quit. Uh, and then, I don't know, like six months after Hearthstone comes out, some friends say to me, oh, you used to play Magic, right? You would probably like Hearthstone. And I went, huh, sure, I'll try it. Uh, yeah, so they were right. <laughs> and then I played a lot of Hearthstone. Then Magic Arena came out, and I was like, oh yeah, this game used to be fun to start playing Magic again. <laughs> nice. So That's pretty cool. So, you're a co-host on a podcast. Uh, what was the starting of that process like for you? Uh, so, the story goes, uh, a long, long time ago, White Forge said something that annoyed me. Uh, and I said, man, I want to make a, an arena podcast that's not the Lightforge. And I had that idea and I couldn't find a co-host and I just let it sit for like a month and a half. And then S- Steven Sensei finishes this um, uh, free-to-play thi- thing where he was collecting data on all the stuff he got and finishes this project. And is like, cool, I kind of want to like do a bunch of arena stuff and like maybe do an arena podcast, but I don't feel like I know enough about arena to do that. And I was like, Boy, I I wanted to start and read a podcast, but didn't have a co-host. We should talk. <laughs> and then we made an arena podcast for 40-ish episodes. And then we ran out of stuff to talk about for arena. And so we started talking about the rest of our stuff. <laughs> and nice. Then we, we did that for about a year. Uh, and then both of us stopped enjoying Hearthstone very much. And so we were like, yeah, let's let's call it for now. Okay. So you've recently reignited uh, your podcast career. Um, Even though, like you said, the both of you haven't really been playing a bunch of Hearthstone or stopped playing Hearthstone because you stopped enjoying it. What made you return to Hearthstone? And how long do you think uh, you'll keep playing? Uh, Well, the the thing... So the the story begins about a month ago, where I say something to the effect of, yeah, the you know, Twist seems interesting as a format, but this first one, you know, being described as Super Stormwind does not sound like a meta I want to play, given that I quit during Stormwind. And then Ridiculous Hat, uh, who sees this message, goes, you'll like the next one, trust me. And I go, oh, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then it comes out and I'm like, oh yeah, I want to play this. <laughs> like... Old, old Hearthstone, you say? Uh, you know, I was like, I probably played more classic than like 99.99% of Hearthstone players. Uh, nice. So I was like, Confirm yeah. that Schwal is a bot. <laughs> this was before the bots, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, so, you know, and, you know, as, you know, so they reveal what the, this twist is going to be, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll play that, I'll play that. And Steven Sensei goes, so... Want to do a podcast about it? I'm like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> Heck yeah. So. so you guys are primarily covering twist now as your podcast topic, correct? Yes. Yeah. We I think we will be mostly twist. You know. Okay. So why 30 minutes or less? Uh when we started covering Carstone generally, we were like so we need a new name and like a thing that isn't just like, hey, it's another random Hearthstone podcast. And we were like, let's call it Play for Tempo because that's the thing Schwal says all the time. And oh yeah, if we make the tagline Hearthstone or thirty minutes or less, that'll fit. Yeah, that that works well. Uh, and then we stopped, and then like that lasted like five episodes, and then we stopped doing thirty minutes. Uh, but I, I looked it up. <laughs> we have done eleven uh, out of like fifty podcasts in that name we have done 11 that were less than 30 minutes and two of them are the two most recent episodes <laughs> nice nice yeah. nice nice and like five of them were in the first five <laughs> and the last the last two episodes you got there but you got there by within like 15 20 seconds you, you... yeah they, they were real close <laughs> <laughs> so what is your favorite deck of all time and what is your favorite play style 
Uh, my favorite deck of all time is Death Rattle Hunter. It was this like mid rangey value hunter deck that like you had to look for interesting lethals and press the button yeah. and uh you know stay alive and it had lots of crazy lines and I you got to play cube and play dead which uh, I I just love that deck. Oh, um, that was such a fun. That was so much fun. Yeah, that was also like my first really good um competitive play like I entered around 200 that season which was like Oh dang. Yeah. Which was the first time I'd gotten anywhere close to that. <laughs> Cuz like the the previous season I had like gotten to legend with uh Zoo and like uh-huh. halfway through the season I was like all right this death rattle hunter deck looks cool I'm going to play this at legend and like I was like I don't know 3000 legend or something you know not not terrible but not great and I just played it for like the whole month the rest of the month and more or less maintained my ground and then played it you know the beginning of that season and just like ran over people and I was like Approximately every other day, I would like hit a uh, pro on ladder and be like, "Ah, what is happening?" Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that is definitely my favorite deck of all time. The I in general, I play aggro or mid range decks. You know, the I am not a control player. I am definitely not a combo player. Uh, the, I used to joke that what would happen is I would, you know, every two months I would see a control deck and go, all right, I'll try to play that. And I would play it for two games where I would play against like aggro and range decks and I would be fine. And then I would play a control mirror and I would go, oh my God, I never want to do this again. And then I would forget <laughs> about that two months later. <laughs> yeah, the, the control mirrors sure are a way to play Hearthstone, I'll tell you. Yeah, I... <laughs> I admire Wicked Good for his his fine work yeah. in teaching me how to do this and not flail around miserably. But uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm still not good at them. <laughs> I just tweeted at Wicked the other day saying I I, I can't stand uh, control priests and I blame you. He says that sounds like a you problem. I said yeah, it very much is. <laughs> yeah. That, in Wicked Good stream, I am known as the person who notices the lethal. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. Um, so Schwal, what would have to change about standard to get you interested in it again? Ah, uh, I I thought about this a bit. Uh, I think it would. There, it's a combination of two things. Number one is I don't love just how synergy driven standard is, like. I like there to be some good cards and some bad cards and, you know, you don't get to play everything that goes with your deck perfectly. It's why I like Forset Meadows a lot, um, or at least did. Uh, I think, you know, some change there I would like. And also, I I tend to find synergy packages uninteresting especially if they're based around spell schools or minion types. Uh, and like, you know, you have one or two classes do that in expansion, that's fine. But having all of them do that in expansion, I really don't like. And so, you know, that is the other thing I would think, you know. And yeah. that, that said, they have pulled back on it the last couple of sets. So it has been coming back towards something I would enjoy more, but it's not there yet. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good to know. And I, I can, yeah, no, I get your, I can understand your feelings a lot. Um, so recently on your, on your show, you shared some personal, personal news. Um, do you want to touch on that at all? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, I announced that, uh, I am transitioning. I use she, her pronouns now. Um, Honestly, there's not a whole ton to say. I said this on the show and everyone has been cool and uh, that, that's been great. Uh, everyone I told in any situation has been cool and uh, perfect. It, it, You know, I was expecting most people to be cool. I was not expecting everybody to be cool and uh, it's been great. So th- just thank you to everybody. 
Well, you definitely have the right communities being involved in, like with the Squelch community, with the Coinkency community, because they are some of the most welcoming communities out there. And it, it just it's great. So uh, I'm glad you're able to feel comfortable enough to share that kind of news with us strangers on the Internet uh, that you, you're able to, especially now when it's with we're, we're still not as social as we used to be with since COVID and and it's probably good to just have an outlet where you can share and say, Hey, I have information about me. I want to put out there. And, you know, I, I think that's great. Yeah. Awesome. Well, doc, now that we've gotten to know Schwal a little bit, I think I'm getting a little hungry for some dinner. I think it's time for the main topic. What do you think? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Well, this episode's flying by too. Um, we're not going to be under 30 minutes, but, um, we're definitely, we're definitely not dawdling. All right. <laughs> so you like twist or swing as they call it on some other podcasts <laughs> give me the elevator pitch for twist give our listeners the elevator for pitch for twist because some of them probably haven't tried it because it means i have to buy new cards i don't make a lot of people have newer to the um newer to hearthstone a lot of people that have listened to the show i know are not haven't been playing since beta so give us the elevator twitch for pissed Twi- elevator <laughs> pitch for twist uh, yeah, so in general, Twist is whatever they feel like making it this month. Uh, it, that they do seem to have settled on like one month, uh, things for Twist, which, uh, does mean that like if your main mode is Twist, you probably need to have a pretty big collection. But you know, there are a lot of people who played this game a long time, and you know, we might, we might have that collection. Uh, this month in particular, it's, it's really about old Hearthstone and like, uh, as, as I have heard it described in several places, uh, this is not what Hearthst- old Hearthstone was like. This is what you remember old Hearthstone being like, which means it's way more fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, it, you know, card advantage matters a lot. <laughs> like, the, honestly, one of the biggest surprises to me in playing this mode was like, you know, halfway through my climber or something, I would play a Jade Telegram in the mirror and I would go, no, I, re- I really just have to take your uh, your sprint here. Like, it really, I can deal with your other cards eventually, but like, if you draw four more cards, I'm probably just going to lose. <laughs> right, and that makes a lot of sense too, because like right now, like we used to run up against a, um, what's the card there that used to swap, that used to swap your hand, um, we all hated. Not the hand, oh. the card, the card, the... Um, I know what you mean. Uh, I stopped playing just Theotar, as that got Theotar, popular. Theotar. Ah, yeah. So Theotar, we hate that card when it's played against us by Control Priest. And it, it it looks at your hand, but usually when you have your, at those parts of the game, you have five, six, seven cards, and you're just hoping that they don't find your three cards that matter. Where now, in my experience too, in, in Twist, at that point, they may have three cards. You're seeing their whole hand, and you are making a tempo play by picking which card that you you might just pick the card that they might have been able to play next turn, and that's enough to give yourself an advantage. Yeah, that it surprised me just how good that card is in like you know traditionally aggressive matchups like the mirror against um, uh, hunter, or, uh, disco warlock, or stuff like that, where you know. I was expecting it to be good in, in, you know, like against the control decks or, you know, where you play it and you take like their board clear or Nazoth or something. And it is good there, but it's also good. Like your aggro opponent has just played out a bunch of creatures. You kill their creatures and then you take the damage from their hand so they can't kill you. It's like the card is just way more flexible than I was expecting it to be. Would the card be still good if you didn't get a jade from it? Like, or can you play it outside of jade, do you think? Or is the it needs both? I think it is just too slow without the jade. I've heard suggestions of making it like combo get a jade, and I could definitely see that being a reasonable yeah, that, nerf. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, but before we get into in too in-depth on that, so they released this set, this wonder set, which had 35 new cards or 30, somewhere between 33 and 37 cards. I, I don't remember the exact number. And they changed 103 or so cards that existed in wild. 
So if you already had those cards, they get adjusted. They no longer exist like they used to. And then you only had to really get 35 cards. How do you feel they handled the rollout of this? Do you? Because I, I thought that it would have been good if they would have just offered a mini set kind of value for those 35 cards you don't have. And But we were talking about how you may not have these older collections. How do you think that the offers they have and the way they have presented this new twist format and this new uh, wonders set has been aimed towards new players in or players that don't have full collections. Do you think they've done it well? Do you think they could improve it? Uh, I think in terms of like buying the set, it's, it's very rarely right for somebody to buy more than like enough to get their first pity timer, um, which is probably not great. Like, the the changed wild cards are good, but they're, you know, a lot of them are just, like, random commons. Uh, so, you know, it doesn't really matter if you open them or not. The, you know, the, the few, like, the few really relevant cards that are legendary, you know, you can craft one legendary, it's not that bad. Uh, and then, that said, the, um, the battle-ready decks are much better. They're they're not perfect, but they're, you know, fairly decent decks. And they're also, you know, a reasonable price for a fairly decent deck, which is, I think, a much better thing to get if you were interested in playing this format. Yeah, and they, they, they definitely have options for you, and you can buy them with gold. We should mention those battle ready decks. The real draw... I think that they're counting on are the whales buying lots of these packs for the attempt to get the uh, signature cards, which they have a lot of really oh, yeah, nice signature cards, but with so little new cards out there. So if you take the whales, you take people that have been collecting for a long time, they probably have all the sets. So you, now you're asking them not to buy a bunch of packs to get a full collection and also try to get the signatures, but you're asking them to get, buy these packs to get 35 cards and also try the same kind of odds for the signature cards. Do you think that they've done the signature cards in, in the right way here? Or do you think that maybe they could have taken a different approach? Uh, I am famously uninterested in cosmetics in almost any game I play. So it, it is hard for me to, to have an opinion here. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So, I'm a standard player for the most part. I mean, I do play wild. I play battlegrounds. I play other modes, but I'm a standard player. I haven't played since beta, so I do remember this. But let's take a standard player now who maybe has been playing since COVID. Um, how different is Twist besides the the card sets? Like, is it? Can I take my knowledge and just play, or do I have to approach the game differently? What do you think? Uh there are there are definitely some things you have to be uh, different about. Uh, the by the first and by far the most important is that um, you are there are no rush minions, and there are very few charge minions, and the, the ones that do exist you mostly want to go face with. So what this means is that uh, you have to maintain board presence using your minions and direct damage spells, and uh. Direct damage spells, you know, newsflash can also go face, and you will be very tempted to save them to go face a lot. And that is not always going to be correct because you need to stay alive. <laughs> if you lose board, there's not often coming back from that without, you know, if you don't have like brawl, you're probably in very serious trouble. Well, I've, I've, I've experienced a little bit different from that, like at least with the rogue. There's not a lot of enhancements either to existing board states, right? Like you get cards on the board, yeah. you have bloodlust, you have other things. I've I've actually been having a lot of success just counting up the minion damage they have coming towards us and then uh, still kind of bursting them down with the zero mana uh, or the two mana zero seven plus two spell damage plus a couple other spell damage minions and then the typical... Uh, eviscerate eviscerate uh sinister strikes and i'm able to get them down and kind of ignore their board so uh i while i agree with you there is still the opportunity for that from the hand lethality depending on the deck you're playing yes but 
you you have to balance it against not dying, which is significantly harder without rush minions. That's fair. And there's also a lot fewer yeah. clears. Oh, yeah. There's like, Rogue is playing Fan of Knives, and it's really good in Rogue, and it that just deals one damage to their board that and draws a card. Like, and that is a very good card. Like, it, it, people are, you know, people are willing to play a lot of stuff to clear boards, and they, they need to. For those yeah. of you that don't know Fan and Knives, that's, I believe, a three-mana card that deals one damage to all minions on the board and draws you a card. Which, if... Uh, am I wrong? All enemy minions, and they buffed it to two mana. <laughs> oh, they buffed it to two mana. All right, sure. And that goes that goes very well with Thalanos. Uh, you oh, play yeah. Blood Mage Thalanos out there, and, and that's, that's almost always a, a decent clear. Um, but, all right, so... Twist is out there. I know there was a lot of excitement early on. Um, I do watch some streamers that have been very excited to play, like Zeddy and and Warshack. And I know within like two days, they were already frustrated with how kind of the meta has. I want to say solved itself, but there there are some strong contenders, some strong uh, decks that have emerged. You got, I believe, the Jade Rogue that I'm playing. You got the uh, Nazoth Warrior, for lack of a better name. And you have, what's the third one there? Um, uh, the Discard Warlock. And so, like, these three decks have kind of dominated the format and really kind of sucked the fun out for some creators who are trying to do interesting things with this new op- this format. We haven't got a balanced patch yet. It's or it's the um, what the nine eleven today. So. Um, do do we think that they need to be faster? Like, should they have already had a a, a change out there? Do we feel like this meta stale? Like, how do you think that this early experience into uh, Twist is doing as far as keeping people interested? Do you think that they need to do these balance changes because it's it's only a month, or do you think they need to be more active because it's only a month? What are your thoughts on just kind of keeping the meta moving and and interesting? Ah. Uh. I think there is room for a balanced patch, roughly speaking, halfway through a format like this. Um, that said, I, I also think it's very funny that there isn't one this time because this is what old Wild was like, or the, this is what old Hearthstone was like, you know, during MSG. Yeah, there were <laughs> three decks and they didn't nerf anything for months at a time. Yeah, it was like, welcome to old Hearthstone. Yeah, this is just like home. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That said, you know, they could definitely like change a few cards in especially in i like they have to change the location for wild disco anyway so at that point you probably want to change a card or two in rogue and a card or two in warrior nothing major see i i almost think that it would be nice if like with such a short if they want to keep people's interest and i know it's hard on the team five they're limited uh i they probably don't have the bandwidth to do this but i would almost say Try to make a a patch every week that that shifts some things around for twist because they can do they they don't they can touch all the cards that don't affect standard which is what they always wanted they they don't want to touch cards that affect standard to handle other modes yeah. so if if like week one we got shifts to things like Jade Telegram like uh, Scarab Lord like whatever um, that could have probably that could probably keep the format a little fresher. And then every week you're like, oh, what's what's changed? And and there they can change it because if they if they don't, if they change it, what's it gonna really change? It might affect wild a little bit, it might affect twist a little bit, but then you know it doesn't affect standard, and that's really what they they care about mostly, right? Ah. Uh, yeah, the 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 issue there is mostly just patch windows. The they really only have them every two weeks or so, so the midweek one or the mid uh, patch would have to be like a server side data only day one demon hunter style patch, which uh, looks really weird and just doesn't work that well. So I, I think they're going to avoid those, but I could definitely see like every, you know, this do one, two weeks in sort of in the middle of the format. That's fair. Like, cause how did you, how did you like the first, the, the, the beta season of twist? I did not play it. Okay. Uh, I, I I saw the, you know, 
I saw the announcement. I was like, this doesn't seem that interesting to me. I'll wait a few days and see if people, you know, say I should play it. And then like a few days in, people are like, oh yeah, this is like super Stormwind. And I was like, oh, I hated Stormwind. No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so so I was worried when I first saw that first season of Twist come out because I, I the, the thought was we're just going back to a meta we just got out of for the most part. And that's yeah. really kind of what happened. And I was worried because this this concept of Twist seems very exciting. I'm very excited for it. I like it. But like I didn't want to turn off the community towards it before we even got going. And then they came back with Wonders, which is basically, hey, here's classic Hearthstone plus the first few expansions. It's exactly what you're looking for. Um, so I like that. But I definitely want to make sure that they keep players engaged as much as possible because uh, I want to see this successful. I want to see this this extra this new mode continue on and allowing a meta to really get stale with a format that is this new i think you have danger of people just kind of moving away from it and and then whatever the next twist format is it'd be like yeah but you know last time i did it for like three days and i stopped caring i don't want to see that happen here so i hope they can find a nice cadence that'll keep people engaged and and also keep the game fun yeah i mean i don't mind a still meta that is reasonably balanced this one is not reasonably balanced by any metrics, so, yeah. you know. <laughs> As opposed to standard, which is probably the most balanced has been. But they, usually this time before the mini set, they have mastered the ability to really balance a meta. And I don't like balanced metas. Uh, I know everyone thinks you want a balanced meta, but when every deck is playing around 50%. It's hard to climb because you're like, well, I'm playing this. It's hard to find the advantage. It's hard to find that deck that can really help you climb and whatever. So I don't like balance metas as much. Yeah. I want to see some outliers, but, um, yeah, you want a meta you can attack. Right. And right now it feels like you can take anything you want, but you can also not really get that extra advantage out of it. But all right. So we were talking, there are three decks there that are really strong and there's some other decks that are fringe, but, what would you change? So let's say we get a patch Tuesday or tomorrow or announcement of a patch tomorrow. It gets released Thursday. What are you predicting that they change or what would you want to change for for both either twist or wild? What do you think needs to happen? Uh, I think they have to change the location for, um, for disco warlock for both twist and wild. I would probably just put it up a mana, maybe also put it down a durability. It is that good. The rest of that deck is fine. You don't have to touch any of the other cards. Um, the For Rogue, I think it is Scaraboard and Jade Telegram. Scaraboard, I think maybe just get rid of the thing that can give it rush. Like, just give you know, take out the combo gain rush. You know, the rest of it's fine. And then Jade Telegram, you know, there are options. You can make it, like, combo to get a Jade Rogue instead of getting one automatically. You can... Uh, make it two mana, but your opponent draws a card after you shuffle. You could make it um, four mana really kills the card. I, I don't love that. You know. uh, Warrior is new enough and I haven't faced it enough that I'm not sure what one or two cards I would actually change in it. I think you would want to hit something just to keep it relatively even, but I do not know what. All right, that's fair. Now, I have a different take on Scarab Lord. I think that the rush is fine. I think I would just take the gong down to one because it is very easy to set up a dagger strike or, or something and hit that thing for one and get double. I mean, I think the concept is you give it rush, you hit the gong, yeah. it's gone. But I think having that extra durability on there and having that extra opportunity for reload is is what really makes it dangerous. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I could definitely see that. All right, so uh, you talked a little bit this on Play for Temple this week, uh, but it sounds like the while well, the new subset of cards, the Wonders thirty five, the thirty five cards from Wonders is staying um, for the next three months. There's no guaranteeing we're keeping this Wonders format, which has goblins versus gnomes and Naxxramas and stuff. Um, so it's it you don't want to just craft anything at this point if you have a limited collection. So what cards do you think are worth crafting, and and what cards do you think are bait? Uh I think it is. I think given that the wonders cards we know are going to be legal in the next two twists, 
if you want to play twists, I would play, I would, I think it would be relatively safe crafting either Jade or Cthulhu cards because there, there are, they put a bunch of those in the uh, Wonders set and it's, you know, they're not, it's, it would seem weird to like take all of them out, you know, to, to only have like, you know, three quarters of your Cthulhu or Jade cards in a format. So I, I assume those will stick around. And if you're interested in playing, you know, a Cthulhu Druid or a Cthulhu Rogue or a Jade Rogue or something like that, you're probably pretty safe. And Scarab Lord, I think, is definitely a safe, safe craft as well. Oh, uh, that that is either a rental or is being played the whole time. There there is no other option. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, like so, I, and I'm assuming the the Eye Stalk of uh, Cthulhu is, is also a safe craft because you were saying Cthulhu cards. I have. Oh not- yeah, that. I have not seen a Cthulhu go off yet. I have, like I said, I am almost at Diamond 10. I had nine stars. Um, the one time I've seen Cthulhu, I actually saw it with a Jade Telegram and I, I sent it back to the back of their deck. I have not seen a good Cthulhu go off yet. I've only seen one or two, but I have lost to the Eye Stock multiple times. <laughs> the, the Eye Stock is really, really good. <laughs> Just taunt lifesteal. It's like, cool, I can't actually beat that. All right, next game. <laughs> And a taunt lifesteal with any, like, in, in this format, in the format we are in standard right now, you can deal, you can see 22-22s come down, and you're like, okay, I'll deal with that. Here's a one mana kill you with uh, the light that burns. We don't have that as much in the older um, cards. Yeah. So it's very interesting to see how that card seems like it ha- it's an out- a power outlier, but it also I again I haven't seen that much of a play, so I guess a po- one card that's a power outlier, or two cards that are power outlier, do not make a deck. So, um, yeah, it's 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 just interesting to see how they. Ha- so I was worried that they tried to do this, and now they've changed all these cards, so they're no longer what they used to be. Sprint is now five mana; it's not seven, and it was really unplayable at seven. People still tried to make it. Um, now those cards have changed forever, and I was worried that there'd be a lot of, hey, this is not what this is not the same decks, but they really kind of are. They're just kind of modernized a little bit. So I think it's been a lot of fun to see, uh, what people have gone. I just wish the I I hope that what they plan on for this week's patch or next week's patch really opens up the ability to get a little more creative. What will we have out there for the meta? Um, so do you have um any other thoughts that? going forward team five can do to keep this format interesting like after these two months and they go back to modern format or whatever are you just gonna be not interested again or are you gonna try to stick with it no matter what uh i'm not gonna force it if i'm not enjoying the mode but uh you know i i look forward to what they come up with and i i hope it's something i will enjoy that's fair you have any final thoughts uh uh, not really, you know, I'm enjoying it for now and I will continue to play it for now and hopefully it'll still be fun and I'll continue to play it for a long time. I was kind of surprised Steven Sensei came back because I didn't think he was coming back at all. He, he's actually played more Hearthstone in the intervening period than I have. The, the, you know, he's gotten Legend a few times in there and played a decent amount of Battlegrounds, I think, as well. Oh, that's fair. I thought he kind of gave up pretty much Hearthstone altogether, so that's interesting. Um, Doc? You've been kind of quiet over there. Um, you got any final thoughts on or any any thoughts on Twist you'd like to share? Or any final thoughts on the topic? I I can't wait till we have Oops All Own Girl Twist. Uh, because I would have a great time with that. <laughs> oh yes. Yes, please sign me up. Oh, that Ungoro was amazing. All right, Thrall. Um Shwell. What if you could make your own twist format? So let's say we get through the next two months of Wonders. And they say, Schwal, you get to make the next rule set and card set. What are you making? I, I'll i be honest. The thing I, my mind goes to first is just, I, I just want to play Death Rattle Hunter again. Just just give me that format. You don't need to change anything. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, after that, who knows? I this has ne- never been my forte of you know coming up with interesting formats. I just play the ones other people come up with for me. That's fair. I've seen some Undertaker Hunter out there. 
So it's, oh, yeah. it's there. That, that deck is solid. Well, Doc. Oh, my final thoughts is I like the mode. I'm hoping that they keep it interesting. I'm hoping they can find a cadence that will keep people engaged. Uh, I'm going to try to probably hit twist when I'm done with standard. So I will be coming into the meta usually probably when it's already solved, but we'll figure that out. But I just hope it's it's a fun mode. I hope it, it continues to thrive and I hope they get positive feedback and continue to work on it because it, it's very interesting. And I, I like the opportunities there. I like the opportunities to have new rules. And um, I'm looking forward to people really hating the Ben and Gaku, uh, Ben and, uh, sorry, the Gen and Baku, Baku. metas again. I have been dyslexic tonight. I apologize. Um, but when I'm dyslexic, I'm also hungry for a little dessert, Doc. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, dessert sounds pretty good. Uh, so, listeners, please give us a review. It helps. It helps the show. It gives us more visibility. Uh, we would prefer a five star review because that's ultimately what helps out the most visibility. But rate us however you believe is fair. Let us know what you like, dislike about the show, so that way we can make the show what everyone wants the show uh, to be, and it to be the best that it could be. Uh, and we really appreciate it. And Schwal. Uh, final interviewish question for you. What is your favorite dessert? For like a fancy dessert I would get at a restaurant, I have to go with creme brulee. So shout out to Halva Bars. Those are great. <laughs> nice. It's a very good one. I had tiramisu this week. I love tiramisu. That's one of my favorites. It's also very good. I'm a coffee guy, so. <laughs> I, I'm allergic to coffee, so I can't have tiramisu. <laughs> Wow. So we, so that's a fun fact that we did. We didn't ask the question. What's a fun fact people don't know about you, but we got one anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so Schwal. Allergic to coffee. If, uh, if people want to find you on social media, where can they go? Ah, uh, they can join most Hearthstone podcast discords. I'll probably be there. <laughs> uh, I don't really use any other public social media. So yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, Podcast Hearthstone podcast discords, perfect. <laughs> and that includes that includes bread and butters, coin conceived. Yes, yes, it does. We actually so yep. so doc. We have to get a we have to get some nitro boosts in our Discord so we can get a, a legitimate like because you need to get to this nitro level three to get like a named link in order to invite people to the Discord. And I'll tell you what, our Discord is not as super active as we would like it to be yet. We get some names in there. There is some. Like, if you want to try to connect to some Hearthstone folks, we if someone's guessed it on our show, they're likely in our Discord. So you want to find us. And if you want to reach out to me or Doc, we'll get you in. Won't cost you nothing. Just a little time, a little effort to say, hey, how you doing? Um, but we, we have a great Discord. But you can also find Schwal, especially in Coin Concede and Squelch, I can say for sure. Those those in Walk to Work are the three I'm most active in. Walk to Work is very great. We we love Ray here. Um, we're working to find a way to get Ray on the show in the next <laughs> uh, ten or twenty episodes. It's a little we, the we, schedule we, is yeah a little tricky. <laughs> we were able to get him onto a fight night, so I think we can get onto a podcast. We've already kind of negotiated a little bit. Well, we'll see what we can do, but he he's just he's just fantastic people. So I uh, look forward to having him on, but um. Doc, where can people find you on the social media? And don't say Twitch because you don't stream. Come on. Hey, I have computer issues, which makes me hesitant to stream because I don't want the audio issues to be on stream. Um, but you can find me at Twitter and Twitch at Doc McButt. And how about yourself, Tito? You can find me waiting for Doc to stream because I like Doc streaming. And you can also find me at Twitter and Twitch. And I mix those up tonight at Tito Santana HS. Um, well, I, I know you play Civ. I love watching you uh, occasionally pop, pop in your message. I'll see him playing Civ on the Discord. I'll be I'll send him a message like I'll trade you ten oil for five horses. And be like, what are you talking about? But uh, <laughs> so so I appreciate that you're also another Civ head. But uh, what shout outs do you have this week? Uh. I think I just have to shout out Steven Sensei for getting me back on the podcasting course and doing all the editing so that I don't have to. Uh, he's been great. So, yeah. Shout out to him. 
Fantastic. Doc, how about yourself? Who do you get a shout out this week? Uh, yeah, I have to. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Wall, for being here with us tonight. Uh, it means a lot, and you were a pleasure to have on. Yeah, Thanks of course. Me. And uh, I'd also like to shout out uh, No Glocko for the co-op we did and the co-ops we're going to for the rest of the month. Um, so you can also, I guess, shout out No Glocko's uh, Twitch channel. Um, it, which is Noglaco HS uh, on Twitch. Um, we'll, we will be doing co-op slash coachings um, once or twice a week for at least the rest of the month. And how about yourself, Tito? Uh, I'm going to shout out my THL team because we are such we, we are such a positive bunch over there. Um, I know I have not won a match this month. Uh, I'm Owen. Four, I think, or one three and zero and four. I, I, I've won match. I've won games. I haven't won a match yet, and it's kind of disheartening. And my team is so positive about it because I've taken some good games against good. Like I take, I took a game against Judgment. I've taken two against Edelweiss. I've taken some good games. I just haven't been able to get to the finish line. And everyone's so positive over there. And I'm going to be actually on the THL stream in theory on Sunday night at nine p.m. this week, and I'll be um, playing. Somebody that is apparently in the top 10 all time of THL rankings, and that is Lotus Knight. So I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to that matchup. Apparently, apparently they've only reached top three on the, the, the legend ladder. So, you know, never won, only three. So what are you gonna do against my, you know, quadruple digits or or five digit numbers and legends. So th- this will be fun, but I look forward to that. And just Schwal, thank you for being here. It's, it's great that you were able to come and I, I love talking about it. And also you sheep city who wasn't able to be here tonight. He wanted to be to talk about, uh, some of this twist swing stuff, but, uh, we'll have him on again soon. But anyway, I think that's enough for us. I think we're toast. We'll see ya. Bye-bye. Hey. Slide two brothers meet one another when they slide up to the mic. It's bread and butter with one another. Let's start up that recording light.